Blog Talk Radio. It is the last night of November of 2021. That's the year 2021, and that makes it November 30th, a Tuesday night. You know what that means. What does that mean? It means that it's time for Al Archer and I to come together virtually as it's been. Maybe we could do a show in the same room sometime soon. Well, you know, we'll talk. Yeah. I mean, you come here. It's so far away. You could come here. I mean, it's, uh, you know. I haven't been invited in a long time. I don't know. You're always invited. You are listening to two guys that you can find on Twitter. He is at Larcher Than Life. I am at Clark in Chicago. The show's handle is at Larcher Lawrenson. You can watch this show tonight. If you're watching on Facebook Live, that's a good place. But you can watch on Twitch, where you can come follow us to help us build a following over there. Some folks watch us on Twitter, and the ones who have been with us since day one are the podcast listeners. Wherever you get your podcasts. Maybe we'll eventually get to Spotify, where the kids do it. Uh, We are on Blog Talk Radio, just as we have been since the beginning. I don't understand how the screen just completely disappeared. Like, ever since I've turned this computer on, I've had nothing but problems today. First, I turned the computer on, and clown music is playing, which I discovered was part of the whole sound effect thing, which I, I figured out how to turn off. But clown music was playing while the movie, Any Given Sunday, was happening in the background. I couldn't find Any Given Sunday. I don't own Any Given Sunday. I don't know why Any Given Sunday was playing on my computer. And now I've completely, I see my, my uh, screen. That is all I see now. I don't see you. I don't see the program. Oh, well, you... let me tell you. I look as good as always, if you'd like to know. I'm sitting here in my basement studio, as I always am. I'm wearing a Michigan Wolverines hat. I don't know if you heard, but they finally won the game this last weekend. Uh, that is my partner, Alfred Ferdinand Larcher, who seems to be – having a couple computer issues there it's very similar to when i discuss computer issues with my mother or when i used to with my father um this seems very much similar it's in the window al did you try the other tab not having it not having it no guys you can find us on twitter you can find us on twitch you can give us a phone call to join in on the conversation at 760-454-8834 Seven six zero four five four eight eight three four is the call in line. Call in, join in on the conversation, or just leave a comment or a tweet or a message wherever you happen to be watching us live. And of course, as always, hit us up somewhere if you're listening later. We do appreciate it. Once again, my name is Clark Lawrence, and he is my partner, the one and only Alfred Ferdinand Larcher the third. Well, thank you, Clark. You know, I figured the screen out. I'm back. I can see what's going on. Uh, so that, that's reassuring. I see you got that dopey hat on. You know, you're big, buzz, you. big boomer uh, Michigan guy. I know you big spend a lot of you spend a lot of money guy. to them. I do. You know, you paid all that tu- t- tuition down mm-hmm. there. So yep. You know, I understand why you're such a big fan. But uh, big win for Michigan. That's good. Mm-hmm. Big win for the Bears, but not really. Oh, big win for the Bears. Like just a dominating win to just prove that everything's going just fine and dandy, that there's no incompetence at Hallis Hall. There's no incompetence in ownership. All is great. Your Chicago Bears are in the perfect position 
And as I learned from the great Hub Arkish today, Al, the Bears are just one game out of the playoffs. Well, there you go. I mean, you know, you do cry a lot about how bad the Bears are and how bad management is. And, yes, they are terrible. Yeah. But compared to what? Like, I don't – there's very few pro football anything that's really good and run well. It's just uh, – There's very few sports teams that are run well. I mean, the way that like, – What it, do you expect? Do you I, want, I do you want this Bears organization to be owned by some massive corporation where that gets your jollies off? It's like, uh, you know, uh, the Dairy Queen bought – the Bears? No. Like, would, would that be better? Would no. everything be healthy if the mom and pops didn't own it? No, but what right now, right now, right now, that's people. kind of that's kind of what it feels like is going on up there. Like they, it's just it's owned by a large family right now. Everybody has a hand in it. Some people are some mom and pop shop. some people in the family are leaking information to people and interfering with everything. So now, no. now Matt Nagy's still the head coach today, and that that likely wasn't going to be the case. And now he's still the damn coach. That's what bothers me. It, it yeah, bothers I me. I just want to win, too. Uh, I just would like to see the Chicago Bears get closer to a championship. And right now, currently, wins aren't going to get them any closer to winning the NFL, to winning the NFL championship. That's the bottom line. Like, they have a lot of wins. They need more wins, Clark. I don't know if John – if you never listened to John Madden when you were a kid, but the more – wins you have, the better uh, your chances are of getting a championship. More wins this season aren't going to get them any closer to a championship. It, are, are you telling Are you telling me that this – it is going to hurt them because what's going to happen is they're going to they're gonna somehow pull off four out of the next six damn games, and then Matt Nagy is going to be head coach again. And we learned so much from that new losing streak. We learned so much from this losing streak. We learned this. We learned that. And they're not going to – they're going to end up being back. And at the very least, what they're going to do is they're going to mess up being able – they're going to mess up being able to interview coaches during the last two weeks of the season because they're going to hang on to Nagy and this silly – this silly thing that seems to be real, he's going to be gone before the end of the year. Clark, I don't know if you do pay attention to our social media. I had there was an inside source in the Bears who contacted me. We spoke for a good twenty five minutes this I, week, I didn't and see we that. have it on very good, uh, yeah, uh, very good authority that uh, after the Green Bay game, uh, Matt Nagy will be fired. You heard it here, folks. Al's putting his credibility on the line to announce that Matt Nagy is going to be fired after the Green Bay game. I just I don't see yeah. it happening. How it's going to happen anytime soon? Hey, what's going on out there in Twitch? Hello, the hell is Facebook. They're going to say you're fired. What's that? What, what's so hard about? Well, I don't understand what's why. What's so hard to see about them fu- firing this guy? I mean, he's deserved being fired. After the Green Bay game, they're going to get rid of him. Like I said, I have inside information. I have spoken to people within the halls of Hallis. And okay. uh, I know what is going on. I'm telling you straight up. After what the Green you, Bay game, he's fired. What do you have going Mark on? my words. What do you have going on? on? A family member? Steak uh, dinner. What do you have going on here? A family member or who is this? I can't, I can't reveal sources, Clark. You, don't you know how uh, journalism works? No, I don't. I'm, I'm new to this whole thing. I don't know. As you told me repeatedly last week, I don't understand how journalism works. So, So that's fine. You don't? I don't. I don't have a clue. I think you're you're new to journalism. I am. I'm very new. I took one journalism class in community college. 
And now I uh, I wouldn't call myself an expert. <sighs> Larcher, I'm exhausted by this team. That's the thing. Just exhausted. It's hard. It's hard to follow them. It's hard to be a fan. It's it was hard to watch and listen. I had to watch some or I had to listen to some of the game uh, on Thanksgiving because I was driving. It's hard to listen to them. It's exhausting. Them pulling out that win was was absolutely hysterical. It was one of the worst played games beating the worst team in the league. It was unbelievable. I know it's fun to be, uh, you know, a grump and just bitch and moan about the Bears, but what were your expectations going into this season? I, I thought that – I think that anybody who can show that – Head coaching-wise, I didn't understand why Maggie, Maggie was here to begin with. Like, I didn't understand why Pace was still here. It because obviously hasn't been working. They didn't have an option. There wasn't options that good coming out of the pandemic to hire a coach. So you give the guy one more chance. You've invested in him. You're rebuilding. You don't know you're going to have Justin Fields. Uh as a matter of fact, you're, it's unlikely you're having a quarterback even going into this season. So you're getting ready to rebuild next season. So you're giving him a lame duck team, and uh, you know he's going to fail. And then you're, you're more than just in firing him at the end of the season. Uh, you, the only the only boner in the equation is we got Justin Fields. You trust that the McCaskies thought it through like that? Or do you think that they just are, are very loyal people and they trust in what people are doing and they they bought the bullshit that a six game losing streak brought the team closer together last year i don't know i can't get in their heads i can't tell you what they think but i have a feeling they're probably smarter than you think they are sure i mean they you don't get you're not where you are if you're not obviously the the team was part of the family for a long time uh before the mccaskies were around right before Virginia married a McCaskey. Like, uh, the team was around with Hallis. I just, I don't know. I don't know what the expectations were. It certainly isn't this level fumbling through the firing of a head coach, this whole thing. It wasn't They it haven't wasn't fumbled fair. anything yet. They haven't fumbled it. How are they fumbled if they never did it? Uh, some, some member of the McCaskey family contacted a reporter Gave him information. According to a reporter who's been proven wrong. Yeah, proven wrong. How do you know? You keep saying this as if it was a fact. How do you know? How do you know? It was proven wrong. Obviously, the Bears because leaked something. Obviously, the Bears leaked, leaked something. Because what you, so you don't think that they went back and changed their fucking mind because they had egg on their face? You don't think that that's what happened? Who knows? Well, that's You're what speculating. I, yeah, and I'm speculating that some bullshit was happening up there. That's what I'm speculating. I don't think that a Pulitzer Prize winner puts right, it on so the line for that. I don't think it. he did that. Yeah, it's so frustrating. He's not a sports journalist to begin with. He's right. not a Chicago journalist. Right. So why would he put it? Why would he put it out there if if he didn't get significant information that it was there? Oh, he's hoping to get into sports. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Must be six forty-five there. I don't know, Al. It's very frustrating. And I just, I can't, I can't imagine where we are today with the Chicago Bears. Like it just, what are they? Three and seven? Three and seven? Is that 10 games? Three and six? Four and nine? 
I don't even know anymore. So. Yes, they're they're about as bad as we thought they were going to be. Maybe slightly worse. I mean, I think we had we had more of an expectation of Naren. This isn't anything new. This didn't just suddenly happen. <sighs> yeah, it's a it's a very difficult subject to discuss the Chicago Bears. It's a very frustrating thing. Richard Roper was a columnist for the Sun-Times, and he was a shithead, too. Wow. Not happy with Richard Roper. Horrible movie reviews. Oh, fuck Richard Roper, man. Never liked the guy. What about Siskel? Were you a fan of Siskel? Michael Sneed? Were you a fan of Ebert? Uh, well, I was Ebert. I was a Sun-Times guy. When I read the paper, it was Sun-Times. Okay. But not Roper. Not, well, I read Roper. You know, when I was a kid, I used to read Roper riding the train into the, uh, into the U.S. 99. Uh, but, you know, it was a different world. It was a different roper. And then, you know, the dude sold out. The dude sold out. That whole, that whole paper fell apart, man. I mean, what paper didn't fall apart, you know? Mad Magazine. Always. Actually, Rolling Stone. Mad Magazine is gone. So, but Rolling Stone, they still send me uh, the damn magazine every month. I don't know why. I don't think I paid them in years. Do they uh, still print I, I the Rolling, Rolling Stone? Stone? Yeah. Comes to me in the mail every month. Wow. That's great to hear. That's really fantastic. Um, wow. Dino uh, switched to the Tribune once he got past third grade reading level. Yikes. I never got past the third grade yeah, reading level. Yeah, me neither. And do you know why I didn't read the Tribune? Because I didn't want sh- to uh... share the fucking paper with anybody. When you had the, when you had the, the Sun-Times, that's all one. That's all yours. You don't yeah, have to share it. It's all you. Yeah, I don't have to. I didn't. I didn't want to learn how to fold the paper to read articles on the train. Folded. I just liked reading my big paper. You know, you had Michael Sneed up there, and then, uh, you know, and if, the, if the train's busy and you're trying to fold that big thing out there, like what the hell? You're hitting people in the face. You're just being the rude guy at that point. Seven six zero four five four eight eight three four. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, seven six zero four five four eight eight three four. <sighs> the Bears are a shit show, Jay. They're a shot show. Jay's already uh, established that uh, tonight he is on the uh, he's on the treadmill. So uh, so uh, his his texts are probably going to be a little bit um, not not as correct as usual over there. But it's nice to have Charlotte Jay right. two tone over there. Wilson's in there. I see Forrest is in there for the first time, and he he agrees that uh, it's overrated past third grade reading. Forrest is my second Well, yeah, cousin. I mean, that's when you start getting into the books check out, that don't make any sense. Check out his Twitch channel. He does music and shit. It's really cool, Forrest. He's my second cousin. He's, he's out in Colorado yeah. going to school. Yeah, you know. How many cousins do you have? You got like uh, 17 cousins. You got 300 cousins, 332 cousins. I'm on Ancestry.com, too, so now I've found like thousands of them, millions of cousins. Well, now – now you can't be a serial killer. I was so pissed off when I took that DNA test that I found out it could be used against me if I decide to go on like a serial uh, uh, killing spree in my 40s. Didn't you know that before you took it? You didn't realize that before you took it? I mean, I, I kind of knew I shouldn't be mailing my DNA to strangers, but I was curious to see if I had any relatives. Well, I don't they think suckered me in. You, you know? weren't. Yeah. Oh, you were because they send you a kit and you do the swab and then you send it in. Where are you from, mainly? What are you made up of, according to your DNA test? Kenyan. That's interesting. 
That is yeah. very interesting. I had one no percent Kenyan. Okay. That explains. I like Delwyn Casino on Thanksgiving. It, you know, it's a long story. I got. I'm on my. I'm on my way to the damn wrestling show because I'm, I'm going to the sweeps. You know, I got a sweep for the wrestling show on Wednesday night. On the way, uh, you know, the old man cancels out on Thanksgiving on me. I get all pissed off. I end up eating. Uh, fr- I end up eating at a gas station on Thanksgiving. You know, I got some of uh, those little cakes. What and, the hell? Uh, what did you eat at the, uh, at the I gas pizza, station? Pizza, an unbrand. Oh, well, I got I got an unbranded pizza. You can't get Tombstone anymore. Seven Eleven is now selling their own pizza, so they discontinued carrying like other pizzas. And Diagenoro or whatever the hell that shitty bready extra bready thick Diagenoro, it's not it's everywhere. Okay. Yeah, I think I had a Diagenoro, but it was unlabeled because you know they were not marked for individual sale type shit going on because it's a gas station. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. I did I did place eighth out of 178 in a single entry. On FanDuel, for us, so yes, starting yes, to make a little money. For us, yes. Right. There is a, there is a possibility my suspension with DraftKings will be lifted on Friday. So, oh wait, that's not official yet. Do you have to write a letter well, to them asking for a reinstatement on DraftKings? According to the email, I from the date I got that email they sent me, they said you're on a you're on a one month suspension. They didn't specify what day you know, qualifies as a month. Uh, so I was suspended on November 5th. Now, December 5th will be Friday. So I should uh, be eligible to be playing Sunday. Do you have an option to send them a message to ask? Is there any of that or is it pretty, do they make it difficult to have back and forth? No, there's back and forth, but you know, I don't, I don't, <sighs> I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to wait till Friday. I'm going to try to enter a contest on Friday. And if I don't enter, I'm going to send them an email saying, hey, uh, you know, I think the 30 days is up. Why I'd be able to play Sunday. You know, because okay. it, it takes a lot of time to put together my playbook of fantasy football every week. I mean, it, it, it's a lot of work. And yes, a lot of the information translates from DraftKings to FanDuel. But I would rather be working off of one set of numbers. So I really don't want to spend all week working on DraftKings just to find out, you know, right. that I can't do anything. In that case, I'm just going to send you teams. From the, um, um, from the and, podcast that I'm listening to, uh, it sounds like there's enough differences in the FanDuel game and the, and the DraftKings game that it makes a difference quite a bit. Like your research. Well, your research it really can't translate over that much. Like obviously the same, some of the same strategies and whatnot, and they're close to the same price or, well, some prices probably yeah. correlate a bit, but there's a difference. My, well, so my strategy is based on uh, a projected score of a, a sort of their value, their value versus price. Now I think both the guys, there's going to be some differences in that number, but I think the player pool is actually going to be very similar uh, on both. How you how you attack the actual game strategy is very different on the two sides. Um, so that's where it starts getting sketchy. But I color code my players throughout the week, and that has nothing to do with any numbers. That has to do with uh, matchup and, uh, you know, how they're projected to play in the game script. So that's how I start my week. I mean, that takes up most of my time. 
So that, that coloring system, you know, I have like a bright green for a good player down to a red for a player I just don't want to play. Mm-hmm. And I cut them out of my spreadsheet and I keep cutting my spreadsheet down. That I think I could do without the numbers. Um, but yes, once I start adding in numbers and data and selecting percentages, completely different. Okay. You know, for the record, for the record, we could discuss teams and whatnot as we get a little bit closer. Um, so far, since you've been out in our uh, in our league in our DraftKings league, which has about, I think on average, once you and you and Ed get back in, it'll be about nine people a week, maybe ten. That's about what we're getting these days. Uh, it's about eight, eight, seven, eight people. Um, I managed to well, gain. That's uh, we were before, Mark. I managed to have two wins and a second place, giving me twelve more points. So I am now uh, 20 points ahead of you with six weeks to go. This is where it really starts. And this is where I know how good you are at it. And it, it would almost seem unprecedented for you to come back, but you could win this league like four in a row and you're right back in it. Does it seem yeah. unlikely? Yes. I mean, it seems, it seems impossible. I mean, this is an uphill uh, climb. There will be an asterisk. Uh, sketched into the trophy, but you will win. Uh, you will. I will present you with the trophy at the end of the season, but I will put an asterisk in the record books that I was suspended for four weeks, you know, as the clear-cut favorite in the league. That's fine. I'll take the asterisk. That's fine. Uh, Dino wants to know, do you write code for this, for your strategy when it comes to daily fantasy? I'm not – I'm not uh... – like, I went to college for radio, so I don't even know what the fuck code is. But I have Excel, and um, I, do, I do play with Excel, and I, you know, I, I jiggle the numbers, and, uh, you know, I, I have multipliers, and I have, there's a rating system. So I guess, yeah, I do have some coding. Uh, so your strategy is jiggle the numbers, mm-hmm, rating jiggle. system, and rating Excel. Rating system. Me equals millions. It would have been. But there to the L Archer week, the first week of yeah. November, as we know. That's right. Thirty thousand dollars in profit on one day of the year, and that's the first Sunday of November in DraftKings. Yeah. All my tournament wins come on that damn week, and yes, that's when they suspend me. So, yeah, I uh, I was kind of uh, feeling it. I uh, I hit a parlay this last week, Al. I had bet. Uh, oh, very good. I had bet. Three, and if you noticed, uh, they lost the game by two to the Chicago Bears. It was my Michigan bet, and I bet Michigan plus eight, and uh, it won me about fifty bucks. The next day, I uh, I put a little extra into my daily fantasy, and I think I came out about forty bucks uh, behind in daily fantasy on uh, on Sunday. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so that profit. We're back to zero, which is kind of where I like to keep it as far as uh, as far as taxes go, you know? I don't want to have to pay too many taxes. So I'm not looking to win. I'm just looking to have a good time plan. So last week I wanted to get – I wanted to blow all my FanDuel money so I could get out. Right. And, that, you know, and of course, I win. So I, I just can't – I can't walk away. How did you win? How many teams did you play in total? Do they have like a Millie Maker? Do they have like a – what are you playing in? over there well here's the catch because on FanDuel I've never played before I'm considered an amateur so I could play in the amateur contest and they have a 4,000 person 50 max tournament for three bucks uh that's amateurs only 
And I'm trying to win that. I think the top prize is 5K. Okay. And I feel like I, you know, I, I'm, I'm this, this, this time I'm. I'm frozen. Hang on. I think I'm frozen. I'm getting. Oh, well, I think we lost Clark or I'm lost. One of the two. Which isn't good either way, really. I mean, if it couldn't have frozen on a worse picture of Clark, it just like a shit-eating grin. Uh, well, anyways, so it was a good week overall in, in daily fantasy, and uh, I have a team going in a best ball tournament for a half a million dollars. Or am I back? All right, am I back? All right, Clark. Clark is Mr. Freeze over there. I, I, I see you moving. Yes, you are back. Thank God. It got so bad. I started talking about best ball. Really? My lord. I'm sorry. Yeah. And for some reason, I can't. I don't know if I had a stroke yesterday, but I can't talk today. Are you all right? Like words aren't coming out right. I've been drinking a lot lately. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Huh. I think you're all right. Also, good signs. Like my wife is, she understands. Oh, can you not hear me? Charlotte, please do. I can hear you. You can't you sound a little funky. You're like, whoa, all over the place. Oh, boy. Am I allowed to? Oh, thank you. Yeah, post it. Whatever you got to do. Am I still showing? Yes, am, I, am I here? Are you here? It. Who's here? Yeah, I'm here. I don't know if you're telling the truth. I can't tell. Million dollar Clark. No, I'm telling the truth, brother. 100%. You got that big dopey M on your head? I see you there. You switch sides on me. You're now over this way. Picture you don't want to show your post. Yeah, you're back. Look at you. Look like a million damn dollars. Give us a smile. Well, thank you. Hello? Hey. Uh, so, you know, the casino thing didn't work out, but I'm thinking about I might have to go to anyways. And I think I think it's just I'm, I'm due. I might wait till fantasy football season's over, and then whatever money I have left that I haven't uh, I lost uh, – you know, all these tournaments, maybe I'll just blow on uh, on the slot machine over there and play a little poker or whatnot. Well, looks like it's me again. Hello. Welcome to the show. Great. There's a, there's a lot of wonderful things, you know, happening because we're getting near the playoffs in uh, in football. And that's when football gets exciting. And uh, I don't know. We never even pulled up here. Standings go down that. You know, this, I picked really the wrong day to be super high. Like this is—it was a bad idea. Went shopping today, and next thing you know, you know, I'm sitting here playing Madden, and uh, I, I just rebuilt the team. Got uh, got rid of Allen Robinson, brought in uh, Michael Gallup and uh, DJ Shark, uh, pairing them with Mooney. You know, uh, running running more of a three wide set. Uh, an exciting times. 
I'll be going to the casino in March. First time in 15 years. Going to lose a lot of money. Hell yes. Don't lose it. Win it all. Take it back. Go there and show them. You know, you got to wear good hats. You got to wear a fun hat and just march in there and just take the damn thing down. Win the million dollars. That's what I say. Uh, you know, um, I wonder if I even have the power to bring Clark back, if Clark is there. I'm sitting at a slot machine right now. Mr. Wilson, I envy your life. You, my friend, are living the American dream. You are out there getting it done, you know, dropping coins, slots, and uh, making making magic. Can you, hear- can you hear me? I can hear you now, Clark. Hello. Yes. Hello. What's up? I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on here. I, I'm having issues. The camera's oh, it's not the working. The no, it's a time. No. It's the time of the season for uh, you know problems. A man with great ambition and no morals. I wouldn't bet against you. Clark, are you in a hole? Can you see light? Is there light? There you are. You're back. Now there's no sound. Hello. How about now? Hello. Hi, Al. Yes, I can hear you now. <laughs> Tonight's show is just going to be you and I going, hello, are you there? Can you hear me? Are you frozen? Am I going to Twitter with my face like that? Is that what I caught from Jay? Did you give him permission to post that while I was yes, gone? Yes, permission. You son of a bitch. Uh, ah, I, that's really cool. Oh boy! Oh boy! What a what an exciting time in basketball! You got the Bulls streaking. Are they still streaking? What are you? You still there? You wouldn't know what to do with it if you got Yeah, I'm here, man. I'm here. The show I'm is here. To, I've gone to I've gone to the I've gone to the secondary audio because it's just it's I'm on the, the other computer now. That's why I sound like I'm in a camera. Uh, what, what do you what do you want to call it? A tunnel. You're on a spaceship a right now. I'm in a parking garage. Ladies and gentlemen. Holy Can I tell you this, what is? When I get out of the car uh, with the kids in a parking garage, and they can hear their echo for the first time, so they yeah. And a lot of times you think they'd yell echo, echo. Yeah. But right, right. So we call our our smart speaker. We have one that we call Alexa, and we have one that we call Echo. So they confuse the words. So they get out in the parking garage. And they'll yell, Alexa! 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 That's pretty cool. Gosh, I'm just using the megaphone. I make you feel more at home. Am I back? Am I here? No, I'm not here. Oh, my. You're here. 
Can you? I am. I'm here. I am. Bad alert, major bad alert. This, this is, is the, the most, most professional, professional show, show ever done. Ever done. Yeah, you sound like you're underwater now. Oh, do I? Do I? You do. You sound like, like you're an like, octopus under the sea. Yeah. yeah. I wish. I, I wish. I, I wish. I wish I could add command. Dang. Well, this is great. So, yeah, you, you asked me about the Chicago Bulls earlier, right, and how they're doing. Yeah. Uh, last night's win was great. That was big. There were a couple of concerns. What was great about last night is Vooch seems to be back. He scored like 600 points. He made all 400 points took, and it was fantastic. Kobe White had a kind of an off night scoring oh, again, so he's still Vooch. maybe trying to figure out his role. I know he scored over 20 the other day. Um, Alex Caruso's defense is still phenomenal, better than I ever would have thought. Los Angeles regrets letting him go. He was going to sign there for less money, Al. He was going to sign there for less money, and he didn't. And DeMar DeRozan scoring like 27 points per game. It's phenomenal. Oh, yeah. People are very excited. There's a buzz in the city. Uh, you feel, and we haven't had that in a while. So, man, you know tonight the Twitch the Twitch chat is just uh, it, it's popping over there. Uh, so if you're watching somewhere else on Facebook or Twitter, check us out. We are Sports Attic on Twitch. Twitch dot com slash Sports Attic. One word. That's where the party is. That's where people are making fun of this show that we have going on right now. Um, Ryan likes the hat. Al, you were not that big of a hat. I like, oh, I love, you. I love this simple block letter M. Yeah. It's perfect. No, no. I'm pretty sure Ryan was talking about me. And, and coach Ryan, he says he's not a college football fan. That's very similar to you, Al. Maybe some of these folks don't realize that you've always said when you turn 50, I don't know if you realize it, we're getting closer to 50. So you might have to start studying soon, but you've always said that you're going to get into college football when you turn yeah. 50, if you're blessed to be when- 50. After I turn 50, if I live to 50, correct. There's a lot of uh, factors that are concerns that are floating around the, uh, the old Elvers. But uh, if I make 50, we're going to do a selection show. I'm going to have all the hats on the table. I'm going to narrow it down to about six or seven teams, and I will finally select a college team to, uh, to support. In eight years, there's going to be like two major conferences with like 30 teams each. There's going to be a – 10-team playoff or something. Al says Clemson or Syracuse for you. Oh, he he likes the orange hat. I thought that was your Browns hat. I thought you were wearing it for me, partner. Oh, hell no. Fuck the Browns. The Browns are the worst. I'm just trying to cover the bad hair. Yeah, maybe that was a good idea. No, your hair looks great. (laughs) No, no, no. I got fucking weird Al hair going on. We are burying the lead here. For you podcast listeners, I'd like to paint you a picture. Al, he just took off his orange stocking hat. He's uh he's in the uh the stu- the attic uh reserve studio. He's got the light bulb behind him. He is using his new ring light that came from me. Um maybe, yep. And uh you got a mustache again, pal. I no longer have a mustache and you are rocking a mustache and it looks great. Is this uh is this marking the end of November? What why why uh why did you decide this? You want me to shave it off right now? If you think this is some kind of statement, some uh, Movember or whatever the hell it is, I will I will shave this mustache off right now. It's just, uh, I don't know why I have a mustache, Clark. I'm going to be perfectly honest. Oh, you know why? 
Because when I was in Dallas, it was hot out, and I had to wear the mask all the time, mm-hmm. and the beard was getting hot. So I'm like, ah, you know what? There's a lot of masks going out. I'm you don't have to wear a mask off. in Dallas. Come on. Texas isn't wearing masks. Hey, well, Austin. Oh, See, it, it, okay, Austin. You don't have okay. to anywhere else, but the Uber, Where? everyone pretends. Everybody pretends to wear it, or they just pretend to have it on? No, people people put it, they put they go through the whole thing. They put the mask on. Some people have it under the nose. Some people wear it, but but everybody that's the only place in Texas people put the mask on is the Uber. That's so, so that's funny. how that's how the Uber drivers know they don't ask you your name anymore. They just find the guy on the side of the road wearing a mask oh, and they know. That makes sense. that's nice little sense of security there. Al, you've been watching uh, some soccer friendlies instead of uh, you know that big Michigan Ohio State game that was on the other day. Soccer friendlies. What the hell's that? <laughs> um, it's pre-season, preseason football. Soccer friendly. You know, like uh, the U.S. Uh, 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 let's see. Um, you know, your Liverpool will come over here and play uh, some team of U.S. soccer players at the uh, over at Soldier Field. That's a what friendly. Like a, it's a friendly game. Yeah, it's, it's like a, so an exhibition. An exhibition here in America, we would call it. So like a, a preseason ah. football game. Yeah, no, I didn't even know they existed. So I'm I'm gonna have to guess that I haven't watched any soccer friendlies. I tend not to like anything that's friendly. You know what I mean? Even people, I get really suspicious when I meet somebody and they're like really fucking friendly. Like that's always a sign that there's something wrong with that person. You know? Yeah, so yeah. I, I avoid friendlies altogether. Officer friendly, fuck that guy. <laughs> That was just a scam. Wait, that was wait. a scam to get you to believe in the police, man. Wait a minute. I don't. I don't remember what Officer Friendly was. Was it a commercial? What, what was it? I don't. I the, no. Like, I remember there being an Officer Friendly, but what is that? Here's a, here's a fun story. It, it, it's past the statute of limitations now, so I, I could I could tell it. Please. But when I was a kid, like in uh, second grade or so. And we had what's called Officer Friendly. Officer Friendly would come to the school and they would teach dare. You know, they'd be like, uh, dare not to take drugs. Dare to keep the kids drugs. off drugs, yeah. The, the war the on drugs. Kids would, the kids would bond with Officer Friendly. As Officer Friendly, she was a nice lady. You know, she'd come in, hey, I'm Officer Friendly. Uh-huh. You know, let me tell you about my friend McGruff, the crime dog, and uh, Nancy Reagan. She would, they put a video, an old VHS sign, and Nancy Reagan oh, would come the old, on the TV. The old and highly... she'd be hanging out with Webster and Arnold, and she'd be like, you can't do drugs. Don't do that anymore. Uh, you know, and then they would cook eggs. It was a whole thing. It was a whole breakfast thing. Always in the, the fucking morning. So that's why I hate morning. Would you get to eat so, the eggs? No, you didn't get to eat the eggs, Clark. It was because your brain was on drugs. So, Hawker, you're you're exactly right there. Hawker says the 80s were a weird time. And well, He-Man and She-Ra, they were brother and sister who knew Thundercats. What are we talking about here? Let's get my. My mom was an only uh, only mother. What do you call that? A single mother. <laughs> And uh, only and child, single mother. Yeah, she had go. a problem with the hooch at one point in her life, you know. So uh, she would go to these meetings, the AA, and like uh, literal would, hooch, like the drink hooch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Moonshine and hooch. My mother was uh, addicted to. So uh, white lightning. So, uh, anyways, we I would go Thunderbird. A lot of Thunderbird wine. She could you could get a you put a bottle of Thunderbird for my mother. Uh, it was the end. So 
she would go to these meetings, you know, like these AA meetings, and she would bring me with her. An only so mother with up. single children, Al. I'm sorry. That, yep. I mean, I had an only mother as well. Yes, you did. We both had only and then, mother. And then after my sister, you know, graduated high school and moved out, then I was a single child. Yes, you were a single child with an only mother in a sad town of Kirkland. A sad um, town? Why would you say that? I love that town despite some of our differences. You had a t- you had a shop called Just Hoses, and all I did was sell hoses, and it went out of business. That seems like a lucrative idea to me. I've been to a place now that just sells hoses. Hoses is a big business, man. <laughs> so, they did eggs, and they were cooking breakfast, and you're talking about them saying, this is your brain, and this is your brain on drugs. Are you not? Are you talking about yeah. the old? Oh, my God. That's amazing. So, anyways... My mom would drag me to these AA meetings. I spent the first, like, four years of my life on the floor of AA meetings listening to people go, you know, you know what I mean, you know, uh, you know, I had a, a drink, you know, and, uh, you know, went down to the, uh, you know, because that's all they ever said was, you know. I remember yeah. that as a kid. To this day, I hate the word, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, you know, they, they'd be like, hi, my name is Nancy, and I'm an alcoholic. Well, one day... Somebody steps up and they go, hi, I'm uh, Mary, and I'm an alcoholic. I go, Mary, that's fucking officer friendly. So they had to pull oh. me aside and be like, hey, look, this the, place, the name of this place is anonymous, man. You yeah, can't, yeah, you yeah. can't, you know, you can never tell anybody you saw officer friendly at an AA meeting. Wow. And I was like, all right. I don't know. I don't know. Just give me more crazy. chicken nuggets, man. Yeah. So um, I went to one with my father. Um and I got up there like you, the, the child could stand up and speak if they wanted to. And so I got up there and I, you know, everybody else had said, my name is Doug and I'm an alcoholic. And I got up there and I said, and I said, my name is Clark Lawrenson and I'm here with my dad, Jerry. I said my last name. And afterwards he's like, you did fine, but you know, you said your last name. I'm like, yeah, so what? It's not quite anonymous if you say your last name. Yeah. Yeah. So that was. Well, and then there was the one time I went to the Freemasons meeting, and I forgot the password, and they put a sword to my throat. Wait, did they? I don't, yeah. I mean, don't, don't, in all honesty, don't show up there without the password, right? I mean, it's Freemasons, right? right? Like, you, yeah, you understood. Right. I should know, I the, should I should, know the password. I couldn't remember the Isn't password. it just a handshake? I thought it was just a handshake. Well, there's handshakes. There's passes. There's a whole, you know, there's, there's a there's sticker a on your car. There's all what, – what is the deal? You guys are going to rebuild this whole country when it falls apart or the whole world? What is it? What? What? Or you can't talk about it. How? How do you brought it up though? If you can't talk about it, why are you bringing it up? I don't. I'm lost. Hey, come here. Bad alert, major bad alert. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, I've been on a, a food kick lately, and I've been on a movie kick. Hey, it's uh, what's your name? Is your name Zoe? You remember Hazel? Yeah. Hazel? What's your name? Hazel. Hazel, you remember my name? Don't tell her, Clark. You know him. Alex. Yes! Good job, Hazel. How how, how are things? Good. Tell your dad you deserve more ice cream. I don't even have ice cream anymore. You you should have more. Ice cream. They're swearing? cheating you out of ice cream, Hazel. Don't stand for it. Down. Chicago. 
Bye. Okay. All right. Oh, Hazel. Oh, hang on. Why, Hazel? Oh, it's Santa Claus. You got a Santa Claus voice. You got a Santa Hello, Claus. Hazel. Bye, Hazel. Well, how nice. Usually the door's been locked. It's been a long time since she's joined us. I've heard a sharp band full text. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, well, no. I think uh, she. I keep waiting for Lou to call in, and instead we get Hazel. It's close. Hey, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. There's a little bit of a difference between Lou and Hazel, just a little bit. I I, I told you I thought Lou was on hold one week for a long time, and I didn't get to him because we had a guest on, so I'm, I am sorry. Gosh dang, these guys are right here. These guys are right It's off the rails. When the kid comes in, it's off the rails. I remember when I used to work, uh, you know, I was producing I Big John this. Howell. He's now, uh, he does, uh, he's on WLS. He's the afternoon guy. I don't and, know Italian. Uh, yeah. And he was talking about uh, kids, Go. kids in the studio. Because the morning guy had a kid, you know, Ramblin' Ray. He had a kid in the studio. And John was like, you know, you never put your kid on air. Like, that's the worst thing you could do. He's like, remember that. When you have kids, never put your kid on the air. And then, like, a year later, John had a child, and the kid was on the air. Oh, of course. Of course. So, well, I, mean, know, I guess it changes once you get the little one. You said on air, and what I'm telling you is I, I'm doing it for eight people watching a show and three podcast listeners. So, I don't know if you can consider that on air. Well, yeah, I don't know what you call that. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Uh, they're the, the Chicago Cubs and the Chicago uh, White Sox are doing basically nothing. Let me tell you this about the Chicago Cubs real quick, Al. I know baseball is your favorite sport. Um, oh, no. I didn't expect them to do anything. They, they've used this pandemic as an excuse to not spend money. That's why they traded everybody away. And I didn't, um, I, I didn't expect them to do anything. And guess what? Anything. So I think the thing. Uh-oh. Oh, my goodness. For those of you listening on Blog Talk Radio and the podcast, Al might be having a heart attack, but it's because he damn near lost his entire light bar behind him. Oh, he got the cough button this time, though. That a boy. There we go. You all right over there, Larger? I'm up. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm good. Uh, what was that button? I was about to tell you something. <laughs> I forgot what I was about to tell you. <laughs> this Son of a is bitch. going great. The rails? The best. Off the rails. That's right. the rails are gone. We've been riding this train. Right we've been now. riding this train off the tracks for a good half hour at this point. Clark, that's not funny. My mother got ran over by a train. Damn you don't it. Know, Damn remember. It. So please. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. Right. Car almost lost uh, one of our lives. Though. I have nothing to say now. Like that. 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 that sh- sorry. That shuts me up. I forget yeah. what the hell we were talking about. I don't know. You're talking about baseball, and then uh... yeah, yeah, yeah. I was bringing up baseball. You you lost the light. The Cubs and White Sox aren't doing anything in free agency. It's free oh, agency the time. Theme, the theme of the show, Clark, has been very clear. You need to temper your expectations. You see, you know, the Bears weren't well. The Bears weren't going to do anything this year. They're doing nothing this year, and you're all pissed off about it. The the Cubs and Sox they weren't going to do anything this year. They're doing nothing about it. 
agitated. I'm not that agitated on the Cubs. I'm not that expectation. Yeah, I'm. Thank you. I appreciate that, Al. I'm not that in on it with the Cubs right now. You know, like I, it's it's so what. That's what they're doing. They won the title. If you'd have told me in 2012 that hey, this 101 lost team is going to win the World Series once in the next decade, will you take it? Absolutely, 100%. I am very happy that the Chicago Cubs are World Series champions, and that's it. And right now, if you told me that the Chicago Bears were going to win one Super Bowl in the next 15 years, and that's all you get, I would take it, Al. I was just at my buddy's uh, birthday party a couple weeks ago. My dear close personal friend, Ray Wiley Hubbard. And uh, he's got a quote, the days that I keep my gratitude higher than my expectations, I have really good days. Clark, I think, I think you need to – oh, you got that fucking hat on. Whoa. Huh? It's a football Ooh. hat. It's Snake a football farm. hat. They, uh, they lost the game as well. It's a pretty tight game the other night. Well, they're pretty – they're in a bad situation. You know, you bitch and you moan about the Bears. I don't hear you say one bad thing about the Cleveland I mean the Cleveland. Well, I don't use that word as vile. The Cleveland. Browns. I don't watch them that much as they're, I'm not, as I'm not a big Browns fan. Like I don't get to watch them that often. The wife is pulling a Yoko Ono, and she's she's disrupting the team. Wait, who, who's disrupting Baker's wife? The wife, Mayfield's wife. She's oh. pulling like uh, Odell Beckham's dad. I mean, she's going. Well, she's on speaking off the rails. I thought Stafford's I mean, wife was the one throwing pretzels at people though. Well, that pretzels. I mean, that's just a salty situation. This is this is bad, man. The, the wife is sitting there criticizing the rest of the team. Well, I the, like the, the, the everything is falling maybe, apart. They lose. You know what? Come. I've got a wife who stands up for me. She'd punch you in the face if you wronged me. That's what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> what, what what was that? What? Are, was you, the, are you okay over there? It's uh, it's kind of a slow week in sports, to be honest. Like we're not sure if you're back in draft conditions. The Bears are in their you know their break, their their second bye week or what have you. Who the hell are they playing on Sunday? It's not the Green Bay game. They're Arizona, playing the the, the, uh, the original right now, Chicago Cardinals. I am pointing to a victory in draft kings. If I am eligible, and if you see. A big L with nine, you know, Clark, you are taking a big L because I am promising right here on this show I'm going to take a win this week. If you're able to play. Ed and, Ed, and I, Ed and I have been over on FanDuel. We have been focusing on single-entry tournaments. Are you guys still – are you guys going with the same entry. the same thing over there that you did over here, or are, are you doing things a little different? No, now? no, no. There's no collusion. We're just, uh, we're just talking. We're playing each other. I don't we're know. That sounds like collusion to me. We are playing single-entry tournaments. They're getting good at it. And DraftKings, it's like a boot camp in focus because the pricing is so clustered together, there's not a lot of advantages. So you really have to look and look at numbers and break things down. And we're coming back like like we're just coming out of a damn uh, football boot camp. We went to Europe. We've played a little bit with the European currency, and now we're coming back to dominate. And, Clark, I am going to take you down. I may have to – I think because – I think it's only fair that because I was out four weeks, if I get first place, there should be a multiplier on the scoring system. Instead of three points, I should get six points every first place that win I get. I, I don't agree because I have been playing this game the right way. 
You know, this is like uh-huh. this is like the steroid era in in baseball. You know, those guys aren't getting into the Hall of Fame, and I might not get suspended by DraftKings because I'm clean as a whistle. Woo! Completely clean as a whistle. Hello, Clark. It's Santa Claus. Yes, yes, Santa. Yes, Santa. Yes. What do you think would be the best thing to do? What would be the Christmas? Today's Hanukkah, for Christ's sake. Happy Hanukkah. Friends, why don't you let Al get double the points for the next three weeks? Oh, it would be fair. Al, I think we're just going to – yeah, we do need to get 25 more followers here on Twitch. Thank you, Jay. That's I, I appreciate that. Al, I think it's only the – the fair and right thing to do is to play it as it is. Uh, play by the rules that we were given. Clark, don't be a Grinch. And by the way, when Mrs. Claus is cleaning my balls, we always use the manscapes. I'm talking about snowballs. Oh, I got to go. You could have done that one when, uh, when Hazel was here. Uh, Dino has a serious question here, and I, I, like, okay. I like the presentation. One championship in 15 years or going to the playoffs every year? No Super Bowl wins. Uh, you always got to take a championship, man. Always. You got to get the parade. And, I mean, I would if imagine. You're guaranteeing yeah. me, Go ahead. If you're guaranteeing me they're going to lose every year in the playoffs, look, I don't want to be the Pittsburgh Steelers, man. You know? Right. right. I don't want to be uh, – who's another team that's on uh, Seattle? Well, I mean, I mean – but the Steelers do have some in somewhat recent memory. I mean, Tomlin's won one, yeah. I guess, in the last yeah, 10 years. Yeah, that's like, true. Hell of a lot sooner than the – wow, that ring. Al, if you look directly at the ring light and then look off to the side, you're going to get a circle in you, just so you know. Good to know. <laughs> I don't know if you want to do it. No, no, no. I'm going to pass on the experiment, looking at a light thing. Oh, there it is. Every year, successful teams. I don't want to be like our parents talking about the 2028 Bears. Hmm. I don't know, man. That's tough. That's there tough. it is. They make the playoffs going in and out of that probably, right? You don't, just build a, you don't just build a Super Bowl team. You'll get quite a few playoffs in there. You'd have to. I think, wow. Dino, I think it's a poison pill. I don't think there's a correct answer. Yeah, I mean, it's is, ugly either way. That's a hell of a question. That is a hell of a question. And we did just get a new sponsor in here. Brought to you by Manscaped. Man, look at the so era. So losing every year is purgatory. Right. I don't want to be in purgatory, man. But looking back on the lovey years here, I mean, there were some really damn great seasons. and That defense was yeah. so damn fun for so long. On that defense, I I consider that kind of like your 69 Cubs. Like, you know, your Ernie and, and Billy Williams and all of that. And Ron Santo and those guys who never won it. Or, hell, I mean, I guess we could go back if you're just talking Bears. Is that you the guy talk- lost the leg? You could talk Santa lost. Santa's, Santa's lose a leg. Well, there it is. Oh, Hogger says the 2021 White Sox. I, the White Sox could still come back. Like they, they're not fitted. There's a lot going on there, which is should be good for them. But like I'm saying, like Sayers and Butkus and Buffon. Oh, Doug yeah. Buffon, man. Right. Yeah. Al Larcher. 
some of the He's greatest dead, moments in the history of the score were Chicago Bears postgame with Doug and OB. Whenever the Bears lost a yeah. football game, tomato cans. Whenever the Bears lost, and I got to take off this hat for this, but whenever the Bears lost a football Thank game, you. they you turned them on because you could just you could drown your sorrows with those guys, and they made yeah. you feel like you weren't crazy for being so pissed off about a football game, and it was wonderful. Wonder, yeah, that was a great, it was a great era, it was a great post game show, absolutely. It's like back in the day, you know, they used to have this communist on on overnights on WLS, and you know, used to go to sleep listening to old J Marvin, and uh, you know, this town had some good radio. You ever get to listen to uh, Les these days? No. Les is a nice, he's a nice. Now, when that man, when he shat himself, I was done with him. <laughs> no respect. That's it. That's when That's you're it. done. Come on, Al. Here's the deal. I've walked into a studio smelling like shit before. It's not fun for his co-workers. Uh, the man needs to be taken out. Wait, you, I don't mean, you know. You walked in? That's what I'm saying. We're getting older. You can't really – I don't know. Uh, I don't think there's many stations in this world that has an overnight guy anymore. Well, that's my problem with Les is you're right. That that job – it was a great time in uh, American history. All I ever wanted to be was an overnight DJ. That's what I wanted to do. I, I knew I hated mornings. I just wanted to be overnight. And as soon as I got in radio, that position more or less vanished. Um, Les has one of the few positions, has one of the few live shows overnight. And, yes, he's like a treasure. Yes, you know, he's, he's a fun joke. But, man, his show is pretty damn hard to listen to. And sure. you can really have fun in that time slot with a better it's kind of my Jim Ross argument. Jim Ross was great. Jim Ross is all we know. So everyone accepts that Jim Ross is the best ever and blah blah blah. When in, in fact he was kind of he's kind of shitty. He's kind of boring. But that's Les kind of what we way. like about and I think Les. The shit was him jumping the shark and you know they should have they should have taken him out at that point. That's what is endearing about Les. Is it not well not the not the not the studio issue. Man, you just heard Mully and, and Hanley like laughing through their shift, and then the next, the next group, the the midday show came in. The same thing. I bet you can find that whole day on YouTube somewhere. I would gather, and if anybody wants to share that in the chat, that'd be great. That would be absolutely fantastic. Of course, for those that don't know that are listening, we're talking about Les Grobstein, the overnight host on Seventy The Score. Do you remember Al back when they did the um, for two? Dump made you feel like you just slept for twelve hours for two years. Um, they held a contest. It was, you know, American Idol was a big yes, thing, yeah, all yeah. these contests to get. And they held a contest. One was to be the update anchor. Yeah. Scoreboard update, right? And Connor, Mc, Connor McKnight won that year. But they also had one, or maybe, no, maybe he didn't win that year. Maybe it was somebody else. He might have won this one. The, the other year they did one for a weekend overnight host. Like they were going to stop doing a syndicated and hire a weekend overnight host. And yeah. That never panned out because I don't think there's many people that can handle that situation. Yeah, I the overnight. Uh, I think I even tried. I think we might have both tried out for that job. We did. We both went. We, we to, did we go? Same, we went to two day, different ones, we? right? Yeah, we went together. Yeah. In fact, yeah, yeah. We we tried. We gave it a shot. And they gave me some like hard hockey name, and you know I am with names. Like forget about. It. Oh, so yeah. Uh, yeah. I asked the other sales, well, what would Al like out of a wrestling play-by-play man? I don't know. You know, I always respected 
like who's a good guy? I mean, Gorilla Monsoon. Yeah, you know, he he would just he was like an old grandpa. Well, you, you can't uh, you can't be the, the team of play by play Gorilla Monsoon with Bobby Heenan like that team. Right, that was that was the pinnacle. That is it, the the team. I also know that you you're New Japan watching. You're you're quite oh, a Kevin big fan Kelly. of Kevin Kelly on that. Kevin Kelly, Kevin Kelly to me is is the epitome of the perfect play by play guy in wrestling. He understands what's going on. He could explain to the listeners the story being told. He has enough history and product knowledge uh, to understand both wrestling and the promotion he's selling. And, you know, I mean, it, it, listen, Jim Ross had a dopey accent, and I just, I don't know. I, I just don't like Jim Ross. Was it a dopey like accent, Ross, or was that like just him. a real accent? Like, that was just his voice. Well, yeah, I mean, that was his voice. It was still a dopey accent. I mean, I mean you know, I would, some would argue that... Some would argue that Chicagoans have a bit of a dopey accent. I agree. Listen, okay. they put that they put Mike Adamley out there, and that that sank oh, more than a less Grobstein card. And then and then you found out years later that Adamley, it, it's a dementia things going on there, like which makes sense. I mean, he was a football player, but he just wasn't prepared for that job. With the, what what years was he there? Like oh three oh four? Were you watching when he was there? Or was that during yeah, your wrestling yeah. sabbatical? I, I think it was kind of in the sabbatical. I mean, I remember him, but I don't remember. So uh, Vince McMahon and Jr. Jr. was a ton better than Vince McMahon. I agree, but Vince McMahon was the owner. Like Vince McMahon was just everything was. Oh my God! Whoa! Um, you know, he needed to be in the back. So I'm glad they took Vince McMahon. I really like Jesse Ventura with Vince, though. I thought that was a good combination. Oh, yeah. No, I thought that worked, too. Um, Vince and him worked just fine. It was uh, kind of two muscly men working that together. Um, yeah, Dino threw it into the chat, but I can't grab it to to throw it up. I was going to – no, we don't need to watch it. You can watch it later. Definitely don't watch it while you're watching this show, but this is the story of Al Larger, uh, the Les Grobstein story Dino went and found on YouTube. Oh, nice, nice. And if you're watching on Twitch, you can probably click on it to find it. But don't leave our show. I mean, this is this is some good show. This is. I put it in. I put it in a tab, and I'll watch it later. Good job. Well, just copy and paste it. That's what I did. Look, I'm no guru on the computer, but I at least figured that out. You know. No, but from. Nice from, guy. I don't give a shit. Good father. Fuck you. Go home and play with your kids. You want to work here? Close. Yeah. Hazel was definitely the highlight. Like, I think maybe we should uh, triple box next week and just have uh, me, you, and then Hazel. It's uh, just kind of in here. She can do updates. Can we get, how old is, can she read yet? Can the kid read? Huh? Can your kid read yet? Read what? Updates. We need somebody to do updates. Oh, Get no. Hazel to do updates. No, she can't read yet, but I could probably prep her on them. I'd, I'd have to pre-record them, and I could get her no, to do it. That'd be a pain in the ass. No I pre-record? saw you trying to vamp her there. It wasn't working. Kid's not Hollywood yet, Clark. No, she wasn't vamping because there's an audience here. She knows that this is a show. She sees us on the TV sometimes. You know, like Lauren will throw yeah. it up there once in a while until you get cursing and talking about dumps and whatnot too much. And we, you know. <laughs> and maybe the the use of the uh, 
the continued use of the recreational marijuana. That, that might be, but, but she does know that we're doing a show, so she has a bit of a stage fright right now. She's uh, four and a half for crazy. Well, that's sake. what I'm saying. She's not ready to be a show kid yet. No, I, right. I could pre-record. I could pre-record. That's what I could do. That's right. It is medicinal. It, well, Please it's swear. absolutely medicinal. Absolutely. And the, and the swearing is encouraged by my therapist, so fuck you. Um, we are looking for uh, ice cream updates. Ice cream updates. Were you talking well, ice cream earlier? And I, I don't, but, you know, I live right down the street from Seafood City, and it's a it's a, um, this massive Filipino uh, a grocery store. Like, it's a size – it's bigger than, a, like, say, a jewel. And you go in there, and they have an ice cream section that's full of weird Filipino ice cream. Not weird to them. You know, it's normal to them, but it's weird to me. Cause right, because you don't know Filipino. it. Right. So I go in there, and I, I go ahead, and I grab a – uh, avocado ice cream is oh, really good. That's good. A uh, sweet corn ice cream. What? Where? Uh, where's it at? Elston. It's on El- Elston Avenue, right by the highway. Elston near the highway. I want to throw that out there. Do you, you, just if I look up Philip Philippine ice Filipino ice cream, I'd probably find it. Right. Good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Great. I will do that. You know, at a time that we're not doing a show. Mango. There is some good mango ice cream. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's good for the they, they got the seafood, but I don't like. I'm I'm very intimidated by seafood. What do you mean? Well, are you? Cooking. Would you be less intimidated by it if you were on a coast? Oh, cooking the seafood. Yeah, cooking seafood. Like yeah, handling seafood, and I, I don't know. There's bones, and there's just like I get chicken, I get beef. There are bones. pork. Yep. But when it comes to when it comes to the poultry, man, I'm a little uh, iffy. Old Mango McMichael, God bless. All right, all right, no, nice tour that I had out finished all as well. Good, great. I uh, I had originally scheduled myself for a tour tonight, Al. Like I, you want to get high? I got it covered. All is good. Touring at 740 at night. Uh, the Holiday Lights Tour. We had a private tour for the Holiday Lights tonight. Oh, sure. sure. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. Uh, there it is. We're getting we're getting people in here. Oh, get a meat thermometer, Al. Remember I have that nice meat thermometer? People meat with the thermometer. E-I-E-N-O over there. Jump it in. Yep. And then uh and then starting with shrimp, Coach Ryan says start with shrimp to cook. I'm, I'm going to try that. And I just found out there's like a, a Latino fish place across the street that sells a bag of shrimp for 20 bucks, um, you know, already cooked. And stuff. Is it, so is I it pre-spiced and whatnot? Is it going to be spicy, too spicy for me or no? I think they have like a garlic option. Oh, nice. There's a spicy nice. option. And then I, I got a fishmonger. I got one of the city's best fishmongers across the street from where I live. It's like two blocks down. And I've gone in there before, and I tried to do sushi once. I tried to make sushi, and uh, it just it, it turned out where I was like, okay, this is worse than the crap I buy at the supermarket. So there's some things in life I'm just going to pay people to do and master, and uh, I'll just pay. And there's other things I'm going to try to do myself. And I kind of decided I think sushi is one of those things. But, man, they have those fresh cuts of fish. They got the octopus. You know, I know a little lemon and some octopus and some butter is really good. Um, I've always wanted to, to, to take advantage of it, but yeah, I get fish and I just get intimidated. I've got to tell you, I've started, I, I watched a couple of videos of octopi 
oct- oct- well, separate octopus. Sneaking out of boats, man. Do you know they can fit through a hole that's that big? Like a big-ass octopus? I know you've spent some late nights watching some deep uh, sea animals like uh, squid and whatnot ready to take over the world. The octopus are the one to watch out for. Well, the squid, I think squid are octopus, Clark. I think it's the same family. Because you know, I, I mean, we've talked about this. The squid outnumber of uh, us like 30 to 1. And we're they're fucked. evolving we mentally. We and the cuttlefish, fucked. the cuttlefish learn how to unscrew jars to get food inside because they know which way to do it once they learn once. And once these oh. things, we do not know what's going on in the deep, deep seas, man. We can't get down there. You know, we're searching up in space. You got Elon Musk going into space. Meanwhile, we don't know what the fuck's going on in that ocean. Why aren't we going down there more? Why isn't Elon Musk going the fuck down there? That's what I'm saying. Because go down there. Evolving, if those fish are evolving in that deep water and they're creating little lasers and they evolve to get onto land, once they evolve to land, man, we're dust. Man, forget about the dinosaurs. Forget about the asteroids. Forget about the global warming. They're coming Come on, from the they're sea, not man. evolving to land. How to we're gonna lasers. stop them? We are gonna they fucking stop them. Dino's in. He is in on this. Let's kill them all. Get rid of them. We've got this. They are aliens. They are absolutely aliens, right? They're aliens. Al, thank you. This is good. Send Eli Musk down there. Send that Branson Virgin Virgin yeah. Records. Records. You know, all of them. like yes. There's too much pressure. We can figure that out if we can get into fucking space. Come on, Jay. There's too much pressure down there, but we can figure out how to be down there and exist. We have, we can. And what about the Stonehenge in Lake Michigan? Oh, Explain wait. That. Hang on, hang on. And what? the Bermuda Triangle in Lake Michigan. What's the Stonehenge in Lake Michigan? There's a Stonehenge under the water in Michigan. What do you mean? Where? Do you know yeah, where? You got a whole Stonehenge. Huh? You got to look it up, man. It's in there. The Stonehenge or one of those circle things. It's underwater in, in Lake Michigan. And then there's the Bermuda Triangle in Lake Michigan where ships just disappear. All right. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on, guys. We are, we are getting to the bottom of this. Um, there is a stone. While scanning underneath the waters of Lake Michigan for shipwrecks, archaeologists found something a lot more interesting than they bargained for. They discovered yep. a boulder with a prehistoric carving of a mastodon, as well as a series of stones arranged in a Stonehenge-like manner. You've got to be shitting me. We're, yeah. We, we are no. fucked. Well, we, explain that. Stonehenge in Lake Michigan underwater. Who, Things aren't right, Clark. There's some weird shit out there. Who are we? Like, who, who are we? Al, we don't matter. We literally do not matter. That's it. That is it right there. That is your stone. Huh? No. no, Skip ad. Come on. Get out of here. Look at that right there. That, that, that is your Stonehenge that's down there. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Guys, yeah, just Google Lake Michigan Stonehenge. You'll find it. Now, this is from the accredited site, ZME Science, that I have properly vetted. Because as we discussed, we only do proper journalism these days. That's right. I obviously vetted. Dude, you are gonna, your mind is going to be blown more so about the, the when the Bears fire Nagy after uh, the Packers game. Because I'm telling you, my source is not full of crap. We got this. That's what's happening. 
And then you're going to start believing me, Mom, about the Stonehenge and the, the Bermuda Triangle of Lake Michigan. Oh, Jay, I'm going to pin that one. I'm pinning all of these so I can go look at them later. I can't see them now. Uh, Jay put one to the octopus coming from outer space. Here we go, Jim. Here we go. Oh, my gosh. This is unreal. Well, I don't know if it's a conspiracy or not, but, man, the price of beef is going up. I'm starting to really sound like an old man. Yeah, hopefully that's getting under control. Uh, chicken wings. Have we figured that out yet? Have chicken wings come back down? or I haven't noticed because I can still buy some at the Jewel. I can still bring them home and throw them in that air fryer, make some damn fine chicken wings. Haven't done that in a month, though. I, I see they're still there. It doesn't feel like there's a shortage of chicken wings at the moment. Am I am I live? Am I live? I, what, what happened there? Where, where'd you go? You I'm not talking about octopus anymore, so you settled back down. Don't try to be funny, will you, meathead? So that M is for meathead. Oh, dude, Restaurant Depot. So I live right down the street from Restaurant Depot, and I was wondering, can I go into res- Restaurant Depot, or do I need, uh, you know, credentials? Do you need something that in? says I work for this restaurant? I don't yeah. know, Dino. What do, you, what do you think here? I think my job will get, you know, they'll let me get to go to uh, Restaurant Depot. But, man, I just want to walk in and, you know, buy some new ketchup squirters and this is know, great. see what else is going Coach on. Coach Ryan just brought up the grass man down in somebody's neck of the woods. Have you ever heard of the grass man, Al? I thought that was you. Oh, I don't know the grass man. Have you, have you ever gone hunting snipes, though? The Ohio grass man? The Kenmore grass man? Grass, grass man in Miss. Man. Well, we, we've talked before about Peabody's tomb. When we went and uh, uh, me and some buddies went to find Peabody, who was a monk they put in the formaldehyde tomb our dads kept talking about. And the legend was if the monks catch you, they shave your head. And we were all excited to go to, to Peabody's tomb. So we all got into a van. But we, we all brought weapons with us as we were afraid the monks might catch us. We were scared. Uh-huh. And I guess Peabody's tomb is like in Chicago. We ended up in like Gurney, nope. and we were at some like, like a Middle Eastern graveyard. I mean, this is pre nine eleven. We went to like a Middle Eastern graveyard, and uh, uh, we're, we're we're a bunch of uh, white kids walking around with like bats and like shit. And all of a sudden, over the hill, like twenty dudes in Pizza Hut uniforms. I have no idea why they have Pizza Hut uniforms. Come charging at us! Oh, they and thought we start freaking they out. thought you were we, there to terrorize their fucking yes. cemetery. Holy yeah, they shit! We were, they thought we were vandals and they were protecting guys. their cemetery. Like guys, we're is, cool. We're fucking cool, man. Yeah, so we're like, I, I get thrown down. All my buddies are on the ground. The police are there. There's like ten squad cars. They have everybody's hands behind their back and laying on the ground. And we explain to the police, we're like, we weren't trying to vandalize uh, the Muslim cemetery. We were looking for Peabody's tomb because our dad told us about Peabody's oh, tomb. It's they like probably thought you were full of shit, right? Well, they eventually they eventually goes they go. Uh, we're gonna let you boys go, but stay the fuck out of Lake County. <laughs> and then we got in the van and we left. We're so going back to trouble. Cook County, sir. We're going back to Cook County. But yeah, yeah, I haven't been to Lake County since. <laughs> yes, you have. I have not. You've never been up to Lamb's Farm for a country show? No, I won't go to Lamb's Farm. All right, here we go. From uh, cryptids.fandom.com, 
The first prominent sighting of Grassman occurred in the small village of Minerva, Ohio, in August 1978, when the grandchildren of Minerva residents Evelyn and Hal Clayton, along with their friends, ran inside screaming about the hairy monster. This sounds legit. They saw in the gravel pit outside. When the couple went out to investigate, they saw what the crying children had described. It was covered in dark matted hair, sitting in the pit and fiddling with discarded trash. It was estimated to be around 300 pounds. The Claytons fled, but this would not be their last encounter with Ohio's ape man. The grass man. I'm a grass man. He's a grass man. I'm a grass man. I'm a grass man. The ass man. Guys, if you're not following us yet and you're watching, if you're not following us on Twitch, I think you're going to need to follow us on Twitch because we've got to start getting awards and all that stuff heading out here. Um, I uh, I made our first highlight because on Twitch you can make highlights and I uh, that shitty magazine I, that used to be in the doctor's offices. Actually, I we just got a, our most recent edition of highlights today oh. for my oldest daughter. Al. What a horrible! That thing still haunts me. I just my, my dad would be like, "Hey, I got you! I got you some comic books." I'd be like, "Oh man, I hope it's crack. I hope it's Mad Magazine," and I would get fucking highlights. But I made a highlight of your story last week of you, your time at WACF in Paris, Illinois, as a, the host of the Country Morning Show, yeah. uh, how that came to an end, which was epic. And if you didn't get to see it, take a look at the archives, folks. Take a look at the archives. There's a highlight on our Twitch page. It's over there on Facebook. It's on Blog Talk Radio. It's wherever you get your podcast. You can hear the story there. You can buy them at Walgreens. Hey, we will take your phone calls at 760-454-8834. What do you know about squids? What do you know about octopi? What do you know about pretty much any any conspiracy at this point is what I'm looking for. 760-454-8834. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, we'll bring you in on the show. Yeah, but Coach Ryan, you can't judge a magazine based on one thing. Like, Mad Magazine had the cool fold-out in the back, but it was so much more than that. I mean, there was good stuff in there. You know, they did have a great search. Their searches were fantastic. I'm on, that was I'm, the best part of that uh, whole uh, that whole highlight magazine. I'm on Team Ryan here. It's, he says, shitty magazine, are you fucking kidding me? The find an object in there was the best. Nothing. It was. Uh, it was. It was. Like, yeah, you, you'd do that every time. And that's all you – he's right, though. Nothing else was very good. Like, that's all you'd do. I used to get highlighted for the ma- for the articles. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. I'm good. Hang on. Yeah, you found out like the guy who makes paint. You get an interview with the factory. <laughs> no, that one. I'm sorry. That was good, Larcher. <laughs> Come on, you cough up a bucket, cheap bastard. Uh, <laughs> how much? Did, how much are they charging you for the highlight? Well, an aunt bought it for us, I think. I think it's a, a oh, gift. I don't aunt. know. It could well, be. But, you got highlights for the article. That's the best part. 
I am going to. Uh... Oh, that is the <laughs> funniest to... thing you've said in recent memory that I've been around. That's amazing. Credit to, to Wilson who made me think of it there. Wilson or Ryan? I don't even know. A Q&A with Officer Friendly, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, Dad, yeah. Do, you, do you attend any meetings as an officer? <laughs> All right, listen, Al. You didn't see Officer Friendly here. That yeah. did not happen. Officer Friendly was not at an AA meeting. Do not tell your friends. What did you do, Al? How many friends did you not tell is more of the question. Well, one... I don't want to say she wasn't friendly, but I'm pretty sure when they were explaining to me I wasn't allowed to say anything, her hand was on the pistol. So, you know. Right, 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 right. right. And I never snitched up until this I'm, podcast. Never said a word. Well, you haven't exactly given away all the all the info yet, so I think we're good. Um, no, I, I think you understood the situation and obviously did the right thing as a kid. Um, do you think them – Scaring you is the only reason why you uh why you didn't say anything? Yeah, I do. No. I think that was the only reason. I think I would have told everybody. Well, the phone lines must be broken over yeah. seven I mean there is a good chance Officer Friendly was probably quite a bit older at the time. I, I'm pretty sure she was young. Like, I, she was probably my mom's age, probably, like, late 20s, 30s, early 30s. I mean, I don't know. You know, everybody, when I was a kid, everybody again, this was again, this was 30 years ago, 40 years ago. So True, true. So, you know, it could be 70 at this point. Who knows? And she's definitely retired. You know, she's off the job, one way or another. Yeah, she is. Y'all, you are watching and listening to Live at the Sports Addict with uh, Larcher and Lawrenson. The Larcher and Lawrenson show started back on September 12th, 2012. Uh, and he and I have been doing this show uh, with a couple breaks pretty much throughout there. We uh, changed the title when we started doing the show from your attic. Then a pandemic happened and it made it a lot easier for us to not leave our homes to do a show. Brent said, Brent's friend said he can't listen to this show because it's labeled improperly, and he could, he can't tell one episode from the other. Oh, that makes sense. She's bowling dudes for crack now. I think I think the podcast we need to do a better job of labeling these podcasts. Yeah. Oh, blowing much different. So we just need to do a better job of labeling the podcast so that they're different episodes. That that was his uh, constructive criticism. That's good criticism. I, I wish I would have gotten that a long time ago. I wish that you would have told me a while ago or whenever you may have received this info. Yeah, then, uh, you know, I, I wanted you to get some other things right first. And, uh, you know, I didn't want to pile on. So. Okay, you know, you guys aren't privy to all the new shit, so, uh, you know, but, hey, that's what you, uh, that's what you pay me for. <laughs> right? Right. Uh, what else? So I watched, uh, I watched that 8-bit Christmas mo- movie. That was all right. 8-bit Christmas? Yeah, 8-bit Christmas. And then I saw the new Clint Eastwood movie, uh, Muchacho or Macho or... 
Muchacho. Hang on. 8-Bit Christmas is Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. It's about a Nintendo or something. Yeah, they're going. He's telling this kid how he got his Nintendo. All right. I'm going to watch it. characters are very unbelievable. And the whole premise was a little shaky. But uh, maybe kids like it. It's something you can watch with your kids because you had a Nintendo. And you can be like, oh, daddy had a Nintendo. Oh, I assume you had a Nintendo. Yeah. We've been trying to push off watching the uh, the new live-action Clifford movie in this house because the hope was to take them to a theater to see it. But I think we're starting to run out of time. Is Clifford a whole Jesus thing? No, no. Clifford the Big Red Dog, man. Yeah, pretty sure Clifford's a Jesus thing. There's no Jesus in Clifford. I mean, you know, I, Jesus, Jesus exists in his I, world. Jesus exists in, in, in the world. But I don't think it's like a – I don't think Clifford's a Jesus thing. It's a, It's more of like did, a – Did the same person who sent your kid Highlights magazine also – Introduce them to Clifford. Well, let me say the person who sent highlights was not wasn't a churchgoer. First of all, and the aunt who okay. sent that, but Clifford was written by a Bridwell. So I've asked a, our friend of ours who's a Bridwell because for a Bridwell from Indiana at that. So the Clifford series written by Bridwell. So I asked. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's some family there, but uh, yeah. Clifford, Clifford grew Wouldn't from love. Emily, Emily Elizabeth gave him love. When I was a kid, I read those books all the time. Clifford, the small red puppy, was my favorite one. He kept he kept trying on different. Uh, he, he he finally fit into his uh, his uh, collar. The dog bowl was fine. His bed. He outgrew the damn bed. Then he outgrew the whole thing. You know, Clifford, the big red. I dog. was more. Uh, I was more of a you know where the wild things are. And uh, where the sidewalk ends. Where the red fern grows? No. Old Dan, little Ann? Come on. No, it was more of a, like a I Shel cried. Silverstein. Old no, Yeller? No, that was, no, not Old Yeller. That's a dog that shot. <laughs> so Shel Silverstein, yes, but no dogs getting shot. Yeah. Where the red yeah, fern yeah. grows. You don't know where the red fern grows, Old Dan, little Ann? Nothing? Nothing. Yeah, see, Hawker knows but I it. Didn't see that mo- I didn't see that movie with the sled until I was like 35. What, like a Santa movie? No, the movie with the guy who's got the sled. His whole life he's uh, looking for the sled. Uh-oh. The Clifford movie is apparently good, but uh, their but kids lost interest there towards the end. Yeah, I mean, the kids tend to lose interest towards the end of anything. If it's not a YouTube video with Ryan or or, or uh, the uh, the Coco Melon kids or fucking Blippy, then it's 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 done and it's flipping to the next thing. Or if they're not building, digging into sand and making big houses out of sand, then it's done. They don't they don't they don't tend to to pay attention to that that much anymore. Oh, well, you got to teach them patience and, and attention span. Well, right, Coach Ryan? I'm the wrong guy to teach that because as you know, I was diagnosed That's ADHD true. as a kid. Uh, was on Ritalin as, as a kid, was on Adderall for a long time. About a, a couple of years ago, I stopped taking Adderall. But uh, Friday, I actually have an appointment. I, I did a pre-screening, and I'm going to go uh, talk to somebody about possibly doing some more ADHD uh, meds again. And that's when this show really takes off, when I can start fixing the different points of it. I like oh, man. that. Coach Ryan said he's saying goodbye to Augie's Booze and Schmooze for the last time. Oh, yeah, I heard that place was closing down. I never made it over there. It's like, is that Wrightwood, Ryan? Was it Wrightwood? I'm in the neighborhood near Racine-ish. I never made it in, and I, I know it's a great local neighborhood bar, 
and I wish I had. I live closer to like a Higgins for a neighborhood bar. That was mine for a long time. Coach, enjoy your time over there. Um, I understand what it's like to lose a great neighborhood bar. So there you go. It's very sad. Yeah, it is. Did you ever take a dump and you feel like you just slept for 12 hours? Oh, and it's just down the street for Mal. Is it really? No, but earlier you said, earlier you said down the street, oh, and then you're like, oh, it's two blocks away. Which, I mean, it's that's true. It's like, across the street. Across the street down. is like within three blocks, right? Across the street can do that. Yeah. Especially when you live on a major street. If you can see it within from your place, then it's across the street. It's a vision thing. I can see the tower from the old uh, 670 uh, studios on Belmont. Yeah, I used to live there. I can see it from the house. I can see the light. It's about, I'm about five blocks off. Five blocks off. I always want to just see the inside. It's got to be shit. Like, it's got to be awful, the old station there. And uh, XRT was there with them as well. So, like, Bramer and Terry were working there at the same time. Yeah. No, I used to I used to live by, I used to drive by it every night coming home from my job at US ninety nine. We were in the Hancock. We were a little more You were sophisticated. You know, uh, yeah. Sophisticated, yes. I used to run into Jerry Springer bringing hookers home every night. Uh when I was when I was leaving. But um Would I, he think really? the, I think the, yeah, yeah. I think they tore yeah. the building down. No, it's there. Is it? Yeah. The, oh. the building's standing. The uh the call letters are still on the front, but it's closed up. No trespassing signs. Yeah. They still have the tower. I don't know if there's still the transmitter is there. I don't quite understand how all of that works. Maybe some of the listeners do. But uh, I don't know. if I wouldn't think that's where it transmits from. I think aren't most things transmitting from the top of the skyscrapers these days between your Hancock and your Sears? Yeah. I think, like, uh, I think the Prudential has some. There's definitely a lot of... Uh... On the roofs of uh, the big towers. W. Wilson used to listen to US ninety nine back in the day. Maybe, maybe, uh, oh, yeah. would you get words on 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 a on a, on the morning show there with uh, with John? No, well, John was in the afternoons at the time, and I just okay. I was producing his uh, weekend show, the nationally syndicated Country Gold Show. And, so, have you heard uh, somebody yelling at the yelling at the producer? You were the producer getting yelled at, or? Old Doc Duncan, uh, he would throw me on commercials every now and then. Like okay. when they needed like a kid's voice on a commercial, like I, I would do that. Um, yeah, I won tickets to their Toby Keith concert in Arlington. Nice. I was there when we used to do all like that, the hometown handshake and the local concerts. It was a lot of Neil McCoy. What was the whole hometown handshake? Was it like a local concert? They'd, well, they would bring book, in a, a Neil they would McCoy. Book an artist. Yeah. And so they would have so the radio station would have every ticket and they would just go to morning. You know, they would go to different places and do remotes and give tickets away. Okay. You know, they would sell the packages to the to the basically the uh, people paid money. You know, the advertisers paid money for local appearances that were cheaper than a normal remote. And we would be giving away free tickets to this concert that would draw people in. So it was like this really smart money grab back in the day. And, you know, they would book in some half-assed talent like uh, Deal McCoy, who is really good, like does an amazing live show. Like he was fun, you know, and they kept bringing him back. People loved him. And, uh, you know, and then record labels would get involved and they, they'd want to offer up an artist. And 
you know, everybody was making a little money on that. Good times. Yeah. That's awesome. That's great. Oh, this is the worst looking hat I ever saw. Well, you buy a hat like this, I bet you get a free bowl of soup, huh? Oh, it looks good on you, though. <laughs> Man, they just, they don't make them like that anymore, do they? Am I frozen? Fuck. Am I frozen? I wish you luck. No. Neil McCoy at Country Thunder. Oh, man, Country Thunder used to be the jam, man. Over there in the Twin Lakes. I think Neil McCoy. Like Elizabeth, yeah. Lake Maria. Neil McCoy was good. He did like a whole, like, he did the Flintstones theme. It was just fun. Did he do the, the shake? shake? Do the shake. Do the shake. Who the do rack. you like? Come on. If yeah. you really shake it real funky. Shake it real Doo-doo. Hey, my uh, my, great, my wife great used to camp Fry. out over there at there's Country Thunder. There's a great Thunder. John Prine. Yeah, on. there's a great John Prine song uh, called Marie. That's actually about the Twin Lakes. Um, Was it Lake Marie? And I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. You're... Lake Maria. Oh, it's in Lake Maria. No. Like Marie. It's a very deep song about a murder and breaking up with his wife or uh, something. I don't know what's going on in that song. There's a... Uh, you know what blood looks like in a black and white picture? Ooh. Shadows! Shadows! Great song. Hey, EIENO over there, 45, home. says that I, that I wasn't frozen and neither is Hazel's non-existent ice cream. She's not getting ice cream today. Yeah, she needs too cold outside for ice cream, right? Like, who's doing ice cream right now? I'm bringing by some avocado ice cream next time I show up. Bring it by. I'll eat, I'll eat it. You don't get any. You don't get any. Charming story. What is it supposed to prove? Yeah, so uh yeah, so the new uh the Clint Eastwood movie kind of like both I think both movies the endings were let down. What's that? The endings of what? The 8-bit Christmas thing. And uh, the Clint Eastwood movie. Okay. I will check out the Clint Eastwood for sure. Eh, if no? you like Clint Eastwood, you might like it. If you, if you don't like Clint Eastwood, it's like I like Clint Eastwood. Skippable. I like his movies. He he did that that one where he was the old man living in the neighborhood that had changed. Pretty good movie. Hawker says if you shake it too much, you're just playing with yourself. Well, I had I had an uncle who said that quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, well, they say that with, uh, like, uncles. Well, that uncle's creepy. I'm going to be honest. Uncle should be talking about your junk. No. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a creepy uncle. You know, I know you got, like, 17 uncles, and they're not all uncles, but that's... It's it's all kind of holy cow. Uncle Hawker. The show needs an official creepy uncle. So Uncle Hawker it is. And the Chicago Cubs win the World Series. I'd like to thank Clark. This is CNN. I still need I still need some more. Well, like I said, from this day forward there shall never be 
at Cracker Barrel Summit with you. Partner, what do you think? What happened while I was at the beer stand was. What did happen while I was at the beer stand? I appreciate it, Al. Thank you. That was very kind. I didn't say that. You're making it sound like I said that right now. Those are drops. He's playing drops, guys. I just want you to know he's playing drops. I appreciate it, Al. Thank you. That was very kind. Oh, no. Uh, maybe, maybe I will. What do you think, Al? Have we said it all tonight? Is this uh Hey, everybody. We're all going to get late. And the Chicago Cubs win the World Series. And we got a lot of good players here. We got some great players. We got a chance to do something. We said last week we're going to raise the bar from L.A. to Phoenix, and we did that, right, fellas? All right, we're going to raise it one more time now. we got a weird week coming up, but we're a bunch of weird guys, right? Okay? All right, let's get a break. Let's go with Mike Glennon tonight, man. Let's go with Mike Glennon. Hey, this guy. Hey, Mike Glennon. Hey, winners on three. One, two, three. Hey, Mike Glennon, you got some neck, man. We got some neck. I wish you good luck, but you wouldn't know what to do with it if you got it. Missed it by that much. Oh, boy. Yeah, yep. And still, all Alien Wrestling World Champion, Chris Chillicoe. Hey, you want to make $14 the hard way? Should he, have, should he have waited a little longer? I don't know. We'll never know. I'm just saying I'm sorry. Oh! What the hell? You little bastard! What'd you do that for? Not only are we going to New Hampshire, we're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona wow. and North Dakota and New Mexico. There's a throwback. Sometimes that's how we blow up the show, you know? Obviously, he's, he's never going to say it was the right thing to do. And maybe it wasn't. I don't know. The man, he was in a defenseless position. MJF had, a, had the biggest decision, like you said, the biggest decision of his life. He's, I mean, he's trying to explain himself, but Cody is obviously in no, no emotional state of mind to listen. His body is battered. His ribs are probably broken. And he's lost a lot of blood. He's got a gash over his right eye. MJ up in tears. He's an emotional guy. I get that. Oh. He did what he thought was right. What are you going to say? Yeah, it's way too long. I mean, you have to appreciate his point of view. That was when Cody and MJF were buddies before MJF turned on him, as everyone knew. I forgot that even happened. Yeah. And I, I did accidentally cut the screen. That was my mistake. I pushed the wrong button. Oh, did you end it before I, the screen? I did. I'm glad people know that and remember that. Oh, um, you forget, man. We're all I, old people. Yeah. 
I, I'm with you. <sighs> well, anyways, um, I think. Well, how about the crazy fan that attacked Seth Rollins? Turns out he was crazy. Bye-bye. Yeah, what was that whole thing? So was that Friday Night SmackDown, or was that a week ago now on Raw? It was on Raw. He was exiting the stage, and a guy came out of nowhere and just tackled him, like straight up. Right. Like, blindside tackled him. And but he... then they, they, Go ahead. They arrested him, and then he came out afterwards, and he said, well, um, I did this for Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon and uh, Bill Goldberg told me to do it. It was a joke on uh, Kobe, on Seth Rollins. And it turns out the guy in real life got catfished by somebody pretending to be Seth Rollins out of like $400. So the guy wanted his money back. Yeah. Someone pretending to be Seth scammed him out of $400. Yeah. Like an Instagram profile named Seth Rollins had his picture and all of that is communicating. Like you get those things and you're like, all right, delete. Like I don't even, I'm not going to communicate with you. Right. Like get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Some people get taken advantage of by that. And I didn't, I mean, there's a reason that these people keep doing that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, I will, I'll raid somebody for this. I, I hear you're supposed to do that. Hang on. Let me get set up for that, but go go ahead, Al. Keep keep rolling there. What's a raid? That sounds fun. Um, I'm going to try to learn how to do it real quick. That's what I'll tell you. So, so yeah, yeah. He he thought that like one time Sasha Banks um, went ahead and she she hit me up on Facebook and she's like, "Hey, it's Sasha Banks." I'm like, "Really?" She's like, "Yeah." You know, uh, what are you up to? And I'm like, uh, I'm not doing anything. I'm just playing on the computer and, uh, you know, talking to you. And she's like, yeah, well, what are you wearing? And I'm like, uh, well, that's, you know, that's kind of, that's kind of private, you know? <laughs> and uh, she's like, uh, she's like, hey, uh, do you, do you want to go on like a, a private chat with me? And I was like, uh, you know, um, sure. Yeah. <sighs> So then she's like, all right, well, uh, just go to this site and put in your credit card. And I was like, come on, you know, eh, this is bullshit. And uh, so then I asked her, like, uh, you know, where she was from. And, uh, you know, she failed the test. I mean, I knew it wasn't her from the beginning. I was just fucking with the person, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. No, I get it. That can happen. I'm trying to figure out this raid thing. It's something that's going to help us out uh, in the future on uh, on Twitch. Yeah, just keep rolling with that. That should help us out. And then I found out later it was actually uh, Sasha Banks. <laughs> I had somebody, a girl in Kentucky, and her name was Brooke, that I communicated with when I was like 18 on Yahoo Messenger. Yeah. And I don't know, at some point we just stopped communicating, but we did a lot of uh, late night texting and whatnot. And I always wondered, oh, we talked on the phone, actually, or there was like voice and stuff, too. And it seemed legit, but you always wonder, right? Like, like who yeah. knows? That was touching. 
I I am a mom. Oh, so I am. A mom. I was in the I was in the suite at uh, the taping for the the uh, wrestling show, and a fire naggy chant broke out. And that doll ass Justin Roberts is like, oh, I thought this was a wrestling show. And oh, then it happened again. Yeah, it happened again. I think that time, the second time they were actually on air, and he made another comment kind of similar. Um, I've seen the fire naggy chants down at. Uh... Down at U of I last night, down in Champaign during their basketball game. It was at the Bulls. Like, I was just watching the Bulls game this time and heard it at the Bulls game. Well, I, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I, I went on a, a, a little message board, and I got a group of kids to, uh, to uh, chant Fire Nagy at uh, his son's game. So, you no, know, we, you we had some fun not. with that. Oh, yeah, yeah, we rehearsed. I, I took a whole rehearsal space, and we worked that out, so – you know, I'm glad I'm glad we got that going. I think that really sent the message, you know. I do. Yeah. Yeah, I'm working on like uh we're trying to figure out right now what church uh Nagy goes to cuz uh, I I what what here's my game plan. I thought the thing with the kids worked so well. I'm going to see if I can find out what church Nagy and his family goes to and I'm going to get the choir to sing Nagy sucks. Like we're, they're going to hold, they're going to be like, you know, uh, a, a very like, uh, Christ has come. Christ has risen. Fire coach Nagy. And, uh, we'll see how that turns out. I don't know. Uh, it could work. It could work. Um, man. Type right in the chat bar. See what happens. Hopper's a, he's a pro. He's, mm-hmm. he's an IT guy. He's probably not a boomer like us, you know? He might be uh, uh, one of them uh, uh, the kids. Let me try it. Let me try it from here. Hang on. Oh, Slash Raid. Hang on. Hang on. Let me try that. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Hey, I'm Whoa, on this. I'm geez, on this. 38. The guy's got some youth left. He's got Here two years go. left. Wow, you are a millennial. You're one of the oldest on the on the millennials, I believe. Oh, my gosh, Wilson. How'd you get the bass drop in here? That's ridiculous. Guys, for those of you listening on the podcast and aren't watching on Twitch and are watching on other, other forums, I do apologize. We're trying to work uh, a, a couple of these Twitch things out real quick here. Um, let me see. Let me get back up to that. There it is. Come on, Clark. So. You gotta get this. What's going on, Clark? Fix it. Come on. What's going on, Clark? Why are you with You gotta get that thing down. You gotta get away. Hey, put that button down. Get the button down. But when we do this, it, it's gonna kick them. It's gonna kick them all out. Like they're all gonna be gone. And let me tell you, Al, you'll have to go too, because Hawker. Like, I think you'd enjoy some of the weird stuff that Hawker, some, like, music and stuff. I don't know what, I don't know what this show is, though, that we're going to. No clue. But I will, I will trust them, right? We can raid somebody, and we don't care who? Do I have your permission on this, Al? Yes. Do I get to raid him, too? <laughs> no. no. Bring out no, no, no. the fuckers. <clears throat> Christ has well, come. at this point, has risen. I think we might be Fire saying Nagy. there's a chance that we're going to lose all of the Twitch folks right here. And now, I, I don't know if that's how it works. 
but I think I think that's how this raid could work. Clark. Yeah. On this blessed day, I hope we move right forth with a raid of biblical proportion. We want to see a countdown. We want to see a marching. We want to see a movement to a spiritual level. So please, Ray. All right, hang on. We're, we're going to take another crack at this. All right, hang on. I think I got it. I think I got it. You know, fill with content, Al. You're you're good with content. Never fart in church. <laughs> what is happening? Are we writing that? We're working on it. Okay. Yeah. Grumpy Run Project. Oh, boy. Come on, Raid. How about instead of the raid, we all just go to the channel Roxy Gun Project at the end of this, and and everybody type in raid. Like, we're all just raiding. By next week, I'll figure out the raid. Hawker, thank you for uh, for talking us through this. (laughs) I appreciate your help. It so ends an exciting program. Without a raid. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I just got to get rid of... Oh, maybe there's more to happen. Maybe something's about to go out. Clark sliding it in. Pushing the button. Ready to raid. Wait a minute. I think so. I think it's there. We're raiding. We are raiding. Yes. When are we raiding? Goodbye, Twitch. We're raiding Roxy Gun. Adios, amigos. Adios, amigos. Good night, Twitch. Where's the countdown? I don't even see a countdown. What do you mean there's a countdown? I don't see a countdown. We're raiding with six. I don't, think, seven. It, I don't think anything's happening. I don't either, honest, but, think... but we've got to do our goodbye over here, don't we? We've got to, we've got to, hang on. yeah. Top of the chat. Oh, it's at the top of the chat. It just says we're raiding. It just says we're raiding. Where? I don't see any raids. I don't see a countdown. I just say it sees seven viewers. Oh, you've got to log into Twitch, Al. Oh. Now you tell me. I got Ladies to and Twitch. gentlemen, he is Al Larcher. I'm going to raid on the phone. I'm going to raid right here. I am Clark Lawrence. And do you mind if we roll? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Thank you for listening, podcast listeners. You're always so loyal to us. Blog Talk listeners best, as well. Best listeners we've ever had. I Thanks for watching us on Facebook. Bob or whatever the hell you are. I dig it. Thanks for watching on Twitter. And well, thank you. Now. 
We're almost to the rain, Clark. I see it now. Wait, I don't see a countdown. Do you see it? Oh, oh, there it goes. Hey, Sean's had to work at like 5 a.m. Oh, my God. Are we raiding? Oh, hey, Sean. We're heading out. Thanks for jumping on Facebook, brother. Yeah. I think we just raided over there. Was it the shitty music now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you, Hawker does some live music and stuff that's, that's, I don't know, that I think you could actually get into. Oh, it's good music. Thanks for listening, Sean. Oh, it's good news. You don't have to bullshit if you don't like it. Oh, we can't cuss. You can't cuss in that chat room? I don't know. This is confusing. Now I'm worried. Am I breaking rules? No, you're not breaking rules. Just don't. No, we. they don't see us here. We're just in there in the chat. You get it? All right. Good night. Have a good one.